Alright legends, let's get going in our little video here. We're going to be talking this time about spotting time wasters. Whenever you're getting into this sort of thing, um, there is an incredible amount of people that are going to really, really waste your time. And I'm going to skip briefly back into the story I shared in the last video with the guy that was trying to get me to sub-bot my channel. So if you haven't seen that, go and check it out. So I'm going to share what happened at the beginning of this meeting. And... Uh, this is something that, um, if you start to notice these sorts of things quickly, it's going to really help you in the long run and not getting involved with some people and projects. Um, that meeting, when it was set up, the guy called me up and he said, come down here, I want to talk to you, I've got something to run past you. Uh, the ins and outs of that meeting were on the last video, so check that out. But the beginning, when I got there, a couple of things, red flags, when you get into something, dead giveaway. These people are going to waste your time when they get there. If it's all about them from the word go. Now, right now, if someone called me up with the same thing, meet me at a certain place. If someone wants to work with you and they're genuinely interested in helping you out, they are going to make everything as simple as possible for you. Now for me, if I want to get someone to act in the short film or collaborate in the video, I am going to go out of my way to make things as easy for these people as possible. I'm literally going to kiss their ass. So suppose that they're doing you the favour. You know, you might see yourself as the big YouTuber or the big independent filmmaker and whatnot, but at the end of the day, the people that are working with you are the people that are going to get you to the places where you want to go if you're collaborating with someone. You know, you're working for them, even though it's something for your channel, at the end of the day you're looking at it as if you're working for them. So if I called someone up and I wanted to make a meeting with them. I'd be like, where is suitable for you to meet? But this guy, in this circumstance, was, I was going to say, situation there. But I'm very getting very, very aware that situation is a serious Northern Ireland word. So I'm trying to not use situation quite as often. But this guy calls me up and he's like, I want to meet you uh, at a Starbucks at... Uh, a place in Korean, Northern Ireland. Now, that meant I had to jump in the car, drive for 25, 30 minutes, park up, go and meet him. You're talking about probably by the time everything's done and dusted, you're 45 minutes by the time you get parked and get into the town and whatnot, everything sorted out. But this kid, this guy, literally lived a four, five minute walk from Starbucks. So there's a red flag for you. Very, very small, minute one. You'll think it doesn't make any difference in the big grand scheme of things. But uh, when you get into this for a bit, you start to realise these little things. He wants to make it as simple for himself and not for you. And he's the guy trying to get you to work with him. Sort of a deal. The second red flag in that meeting was we walked in. Bearing in mind, he calls me up. He wants the meeting. He set it up. He's trying to pitch something to me, and uh, again, if you're doing that sort of thing, you need to make it as simple 
and painless for the other person you want to work with as possible. So we walk into Starbucks, he walks up to the counter first and uh, never forget to me day and day but I was curious I knew the, the meeting was going to be a complete waste of time but I was curious to see what this guy was going to say because he was uh, he was one of the he's a snowball artist if ever there was one I had an R uh, name and mind for him but I don't want to get the channel in any trouble but he was a, a snowball artist a snake oil salesman so uh the second red flag in that meeting was, we got to the counter, he was there first, first one in line. He orders his drink and a snack of some sort. And he's like, what are you getting? What do you want? Sort of deal. So I was like, okay. Uh, now, if you're setting up these meetings, you call somebody for uh, a coffee and whatnot. You pay for the damn coffee. I put my, he put his order on, I put my order on, cappuccino, whatever it was, and uh, caramel square, little bite to eat. And uh, he's like dead on, and he turns, walks away, and leaves me to pay the bill. Now, it's not going to break the bank, not going to go bankrupt for paying for that, but again, someone setting this sort of thing up, this sort of meeting, you know, it doesn't do any harm to uh, uh, kiss the ass of the person you want to work with. You know, if you set up a meeting, you make it simple and painless for the person, make it as close to them as possible. And you pay for the damn drink when you get there. So, as we went into the meeting, and the last video, you get the ins and outs of that there, complete and utter waste of time. So that is a couple of small things right there. That's the sort of people that's going to waste your time. And uh, there's a multitude of different things that you'll see over your career as you're trying to do this sort of thing. And uh, one for whenever you get into, you know, that's pretty much like basic for anyone. Another big one that I have realized in the last couple of short film projects, one short film project in particular, when you get to this point in your career, and you're actually trying to get a crew together to work for get a short film made and something like you do have to depend on a lot of people helping out working for free all that sort of stuff but again at the end of the day even though they're working on your project you really need to look at it as if you're working for them but something I realized on a project I worked on five or six years ago at this point was Director of photography, cameraman, okay? You want to get someone that is incredible at the job. Now, I've said countless times on here that uh, the paper qualification doesn't count for anything for me. Uh, it really doesn't. And it's nothing to do with me coming from a self-taught background. It's just uh, stuff that I've learned over the period of time I've been doing this. And the one thing that is 100% accurate when it comes to camera work is you're going to need to travel quite a bit to do your sort of stuff that you want to do. Now, like here, this channel in particular, I would love to get out and do some more of the travel vlog stuff. And you know, like I need a car to get myself places. But if you're coming across someone, this guy on paper, 
looked amazing. Uh, had his as uh, qualifications, you know, he had shown me some of the stuff that he had shot before and whatnot. But uh, one, th the first thing after that project that I check now, and it doesn't happen often. I'm very rarely doing stuff where I need a crew these days. But the one thing that I promised myself after that experience was the first thing I will look at whenever I'm going for a director of photography or cameraman, whatever you want to call them, for a project isn't the qualification, isn't the sort of material that he's filmed and put out there. Doesn't matter how good a stuff is, the first thing I'm looking for before I look into any of that. Does this person have a car and a driver's license? Now, that's something that shocks some people whenever I first say it to them. It's like, you know, what, what does that matter? You know, as long as you can shoot the thing. And I'm just like, this project in particular, I'm thinking, of, because this guy didn't drive, he had to depend on our people to get him to places. And, uh, Actually, the, the first day on the film we were doing, he walked in over an hour late. Uh, but, you know, I'm not going to get too much into detail about that. But he was late. He was late by over an hour. He eventually turned up, and the first thing he says was, Oh man, my head is so sore. He was out drinking the night before. He was dealing with a hangover. The second day, I was working with him. I literally smelled the drink on his breath. So, you know, as I say, fair enough, the man was good enough at what he did, but he wasn't taking the job seriously. And it doesn't matter what the qualifications are, if the driver's license isn't in there, that's not to say that everybody that doesn't drive is going to turn up to a set drunk, but this guy did. So, uh, you know, it's, it's little things that got there that. that you need to start looking at that will kind of give you the red flags for time wasters. So when you know, cameramen that can't drive, big no-no, you usually get into trouble with that. People that setting up meetings that are just in tune of their own sort of motivations and whatnot. It's, it's, you know, that's just a couple of examples of the sort of stuff that I'm talking about. So, you know, get that mentality under your head as quick as you can as early as you can and you know even at the the youngest age like even on in, in youtube and whatnot like just uh to kind of bounce off the last video again you know just the people that are constantly looking for the shortcuts you know just get good at finding those red flags and uh, that's a big time saver at the end of the day, but you know what, in all fairness, it does get you a bit of a reputation for being maybe hard to work with. But at the end of the day, you want everything to be as smooth and everybody working with you to be as reliable and as dependable as possible. And you know, time wasters and people trying to scam you out of money and whatnot, and you know, people just, just not taking it serious is incredibly frustrating after a few years and you know, again the vast majority of people that started out around about the same time as me aren't creating anymore for one reason or another and that's just 
I don't know, it's just, it's incredibly difficult to get someone, you know, no one's ever going to have the same passion for a project that you're going to have. But it'd be nice for once to actually come across someone locally that was as serious as I'm as I am with the stuff that I do. It's getting very, very difficult over here at the moment to find anyone to collaborate with. It's insane. It really is. It's it's frustrating as oh man. It drives me insane. It really does. Just uh, cheating and time wasting. That is, that would drive you to drink. <laughs> but anyway, that was just a few thoughts on the subject. I'm sure if I racked my brains, I could find a heck of a lot more uh, examples than that. But, you know, that's hopefully giving you a bit of a an insight into the sort of stuff that you should be keeping an eye out for. There's, there's so many things. That is uh, red flag material. Just start getting good looking for it. This has been a production of Coins Edge Media. Thank you so much for listening.